Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Jesus Christ, Phil, we're still talking about it. I also got to say thanks to the uh, police officers who were outside, Tempe's Finest, because when we were outside uh, getting our tickets from uh, Tracy at Marquee is awesome. She's great. And so uh, the cop stops hears us talking and he goes hey i actually requested this event because i wanted to see it because of you guys <laughs> the, the police wanted the not the good police you know what i meant not the guys the, the actual police officers not staying yeah Gordon the- sumner in the gang no he actually said i requested this event because i wanted to see what you guys were talking about and not disappointing at all the actual cops. And then to have... Evidently, know, we missed a homecoming dance with the bands before. Yeah. I mean, there's... There's like a lot of teenage girls there. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. And the conga line. There was, for, no, for some reason, everybody's like, let's make a mockery of this, too. And made a conga line in the middle of a song. That isn't First time I've seen that at the oh, marquee. Oh. Not a mosh pit, like a centipede no. snake. Like, it was like... <laughs> I was so happy. I've not felt joy like that in a long time. Uh, also, you know... Subheadline: Diamondbacks are in the uh, National League Championship Series, and here's the problem I have. Maybe that helped, though, going into it that we just finished the Diamondback game. If you watch it on TV, I did. I I did. No, Brady, and I'm like, no, it did make you feel good. The Diamondbacks had a nice moment. They beating the Dodgers and beating the tar out of the Dodgers. Uh, Here's the here's the thing. I'm going to beg of you, and and this Diamondback fan, uh, Jacob, because I'm on the fence here. I'm I'm kind of in a pickle. I'm in a pickle. Uh, he says, uh, on behalf of all D-backs fan, fans, welcome to the club, John. We're going to the World Series, baby. All right, Jacob, that's a little early. But I like the enthusiasm and the confidence. And if it happens, I did say I would be involved in it. And I don't know if I have to, I, mean, I don't know, I actually have to stand behind that. It would be pretty cruddy of me not to. But, I mean, really, what are you going to do? You can't change a man's heart. Diamondbacks won last night, and in amazing fashion, three games they took the Dodgers, who are now notorious. They're now the 90s Braves. They're a team. They're a regular season superstar that just get into the playoffs and turn into something else. This year, a little different with all the injuries and weirdness they've had to deal with. But uh, still won 100 games, still 16 games better than the Diamondbacks, who didn't have any of the injuries yeah. and weirdness that this team had. And uh, the Diamondbacks were sellers pretty much in July, looking to get rid of players. And then they're like, you know what? We'll keep them. Give us a closer and we'll take our chances. We're still close, but we're not playing well. And then they just played great until September. And then they backed into the playoffs. This is a team who lost, what, their last four out of six games? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just sitting there with our fingers crossed that everything worked out to even get in the playoffs. And here they are, 5-0 and against two division winners. And I'm, I don't know what it is about Dave Roberts, but he didn't go out one time after game two. And tell his pitchers, you're tipping your pitches. There's no way a team is this aggressive with first pitches and second pitches that you're throwing. The Diamondbacks knew what was coming, and it took them an inning and a half yesterday to figure out Lance Lynn. And then that miracle fourth inning occurs, which I've watched loads and loads and loads of baseball where, you know, home runs flat. I've never seen four out of five batters go deep, and one of them kind of do it twice. Because Moreno hit a home run that they had to review to oh, make sure it so, was foul. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I got this, and took the next, next pitch out, which tells me Lance Lynn tipped his pitches. 
The you do not hit four out of and Corbin Carroll in the midst of that four uh, home run barrage in the fourth inning was the one batter that came up in that mix that didn't hit a home run and he first pitch swung at something like he was going to kill someone and just got over the top of the ball. And he connected with that, it's gone. He had his eyes on the right pitch, he knew it was coming, and he just missed it. Houston had that uh, beating of the trash cans. The, the trash cans, yeah. I heard it's the flag lady. The <laughs> they look up at the flag lady and she holds a book full certain, of money. Yeah. I, it, was, it was obvious to me, and I'm a novice. I don't know anything. that I don't know what you're doing, but you're tipping pitches. All your starting pitchers were telling the Diamondbacks some way or another – they were showing their pitches. Kershaw, one out, five runs. Uh, who pitched the second game? I even forgot. Uh, 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 it was not Walker. Uh, no, I forgot who it was. That wasn't yeah. Walker Bill. But, uh, uh, yeah, he what, he had two and a half. You know, he threw two innings and gave up three runs in the first. They were aggressively going after these pitchers. And Lance Lynn took two innings, and they're like, we got gotcha. And And, I mean, it was... It was ridiculous. It took him a minute because Lance yeah. came out oh. dealing, and then all of a sudden it just all but hell there's broke something loose. that they're doing where they're like, there it is, got it. And maybe it is an Astros thing. Maybe they were stealing signs or coding something, but it worked. And that was remarkable. And for no doubters, like these weren't like little uh, reach and bloop kind of just barely over the fence. These guys were smashing that baseball. Bobby Miller pitched. Oh, that's right, Bobby Miller. Yeah. Didn't get out of that. It's crazy. So the Diamondbacks are in the NLCS as a sixth seed in this gauntlet of Major League Baseball playoffs now that last forever, and just it's a grind. But it was exciting, and and actually got to hand it to the Diamondback fans. They seemed to outnumber the Dodger fans, which I didn't expect, and uh, it was pretty loud. Loud, loud beat L.A. Forty eight thousand people. Every ticket sold. I don't know if every ticket got used. And it's just neat to have that, and even if you're not a fan, it's just cool to have that that happening right here in uh, the city. Pretty neat. Now, who do they get? The Braves, who are also kind of underachieving, and and the, or the Phillies, who are, are looking tough. just like the Diamondbacks, only maybe a little bit uh, m- more muscular. If you know what I mean, they're a little bit they're they're jacked and ready. They did this last year, and so they believe they can do this whenever they decide to turn it on. So the Phillies are going after the Braves the same way the Diamondbacks beat their division rival. And if the Phillies play the Diamondbacks, and we have to tolerate Philly fans again like we did in the Super Bowl. Oh, God, they get loud and they're just awful humans. So much water. Water. It's in the desert. I need water. I was here in February and it was really hot, too. Water, water, water. All of it. I need Flex Seal immediately. Yeah, I, I, it's amazing. So, And there's no words to say about the Diamondbacks. I mean, you're just sitting there going, here's the other thing. I, I, was it you that told me that yesterday or Stop. Uh, the thing about Dave Haar downstairs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, enough. with the. We're going to call it the Haar syndrome because he's downstairs. <laughs> he's one of our sales guys. Brett says to him, uh, who saw this coming? Yeah, and he's like, oh, I saw it the whole time. Yeah, I, I, He's been calling into the season oh, since spring. Yeah. Come on. Don't be that f- guy. You've been wrong the whole time. I called it. I saw this coming. Now, Scott the Bot downstairs have been joking around with me like they're going to the series like because they'd play well and they're overachieving and we were laughing. Scott didn't believe his own. <laughs> don't be the Diamondbacks fan that's been. I told you because then you just sounded like a nutbag that got lucky. It's it's the same as going. I told you that slot machine was hot. It's a random algorithm. Yeah. It's you you can't tell when one's hot and one's not. I did see a lot of things hung up in his 
QB, like doing game percentage. And yeah, that's just being a stupid fan, like a super fan. He's a, he's an analyst. He didn't have that up there. By no, the way. of course not. He probably does. You're not hanging around his desk long enough to stare at his his. You know, he's he's got a picture of his family and then algorithms. Har, you can't go around <laughs> telling people that you saw this coming. No one. If Pedro Martinez and uh, Brian Kenny and the whole crew at MLB Network didn't Cost see this coming, out. neither did you. Start doing uh, voice memos to yourself yeah. right now for next year. Yeah, exactly. So we can confirm. Right. Also, uh, you can blindfold yourself and hit a bullseye now and again. So if you've been barking that the Diamondbacks are going to the World Series, you didn't mean it. You're just being a super fan. Cubs fans did it for 108 years. They were finally Look, right. Right. I mean, you know, right. it, it happens. Clo- uh, a stop clock is right twice a day. Yeah. Look, it's, I, in the beginning of spring training or uh, in uh, preseason in football, I'm like, hey, you know, if we can overcome this Matt Canada guy, the Steelers can make some noise. And I still believe that. But I'm not delusional enough to go, they're going to the Super Bowl and I'm calling it. Uh, if they end up in the Super Bowl this year, I'll be as surprised as anyone else. And I follow them from practice squad to top. Uh, and uh, there's no possible way anybody looked at that roster and looked at it. If you thought they were going to the World Series, you were not a baseball fan. You were a super fan of the Diamondbacks and you're just saying things out of hope and dreams. And it's coming true. So I guess in a way you have the right to do it, but you still sound stupid. I was and wrong. you got to feel good going into it because it's like the two teams that you've beaten so far. Division as good winners. as it gets. Division winners. Yeah. I was wrong. I said from day one. I was like, especially when they didn't make a move at the uh, right. at the deadline. They got Tommy Pham. I was like, that ain't going to do anything. They need yeah. some rotation. And here they are proving me wrong. So I admit it. I was wrong. I had no idea this team could no. do this. I thought they were good on them. Okay, the broadcast team and I exchanged texts, and all they kept talking about was, how do you think the Diamondbacks will fade out of this thing? Like, how do you think they're going to screw this up? Because they're not good enough to do anything. This is the guys who watch them every day. They were not going, World Series, mark my words. And Studley would say that. Like, Scott would be all over, like, dude, you don't know what you're watching. This team can turn. They backed into the playoffs. Now, they're making the most out of what happened, but this is not a team that anybody, even in the end of September, I'd like to hear from anybody who thought they'd get past Milwaukee. Like, maybe you'd say they got a chance to beat Milwaukee as a short series. Nobody believed. No, no, no. Not only will they beat Milwaukee, they're going to go to L.A. and beat the – they're going to the World Series. Nobody. Nobody said that. And if you did, you weren't. You didn't know what you were talking about. It'll be the best package if they do go all the way. Um, oh you know, God. when they do the World Series things and you can f- get the whole season bundled into, yeah. they don't even have to cover majority yeah. of the season. None of us just, saw it. It's just September on. Right, just cover the playoffs. None of us, like nobody in the city was going to Diamondback games at all. There was no buzz with this team at all. They had a little bit in the beginning, like, hey, they're better than we thought. This Corbin Carroll kid's real and Zach Gallon's great. I went to a Cubs game in September while the playoff race was going on. The Cubs and Diamondbacks were a game apart. For the final wild card spot. And there were two other teams. The Marlins and the Reds were right there. It's a four-team battle for one more spot. I went to Chase Field to see my Cubbies, which I don't like doing, but a friend had, you know, right behind uh, the dugout. I'm like, I'm going to this. It was 25,000 Cubs fans, zero Diamondbacks fans, and they're in a they're in a playoff chase. Nobody bought this. Now you're getting swatted by a red towel. Yeah, now you're getting hit in the face by red towels. I've been a fan since 99. All right. It's you, the highs and the lows. You didn't buy any tickets. I don't blame you. I wouldn't have gone either. There are very few super fans that really saw this coming. I'm glad for you. And the Diamondbacks need all of the 
And beating L.A. is just a Phoenix thing. We love to beat L.A. It's huge. We love it. Like, beating the Lakers is fun. Even the Clippers was like, it's a fun thing to knock the Clippers around. The Kings, when the hockey thing went on, beating them's great. Uh, I don't think the Cardinals and Rams have that kind of pop, but I'm sure BLA used to be the Cowboys, and they got, you know. Yeah, but we it's L.A. We, we have a thing for L.A. Like, we don't want to be L.A.'s kind of, you know, stepbrother anymore, even though we do everything, like, based on how they built a city. and We're kind of L.A.'s little cousin, and we feel it. We have an inferiority complex to the giant Los Angeles, and we shouldn't. We're a better city by a lot. I've lived in L.A., I actually liked where I lived, but the rest of Los Angeles stinks. Well, so many people were Dodgers fans when you know before we had a team, right? And, you know, it was the closest thing. We had uh, yeah. Vin Scully. We, yeah. we we broadcast the games on Channel 15 here when the 80s. That was the we got WGN, you got TBS, and for some reason locally they would show Dodger games on one of the you know back before Channel 15 was an affiliate ABC. It was just an independent, and it was thrilled. Just every couple nights. Welcome to Dodger Baseball. What a welcome Phoenix on board here watching the Dodgers. You know, that town doesn't have a Major League Baseball team. A's and um, Angels. All, you know, but a lot had to do, too, here. You had A's a and Angels. As far as the spring training. Oh, yeah. Well, the that's fans everybody. of, you know, out here. You the had a lot of Cubbies. Were, and, yeah. Well, spring training is a different beast. And people travel for it. I'm talking about like local. Like but you we, have people that end up coming out here yeah, but because this, of that. This city is a beat L.A. town. And there's oh, a couple. yeah. We're a beat L.A. town. San Diego's a beat L.A. town because it's got the inferiority shadow of Los Angeles. It's that big, brutish, kind of formerly good-looking, but now just plastic. It's, it is what it is. It's a plastic surgery brute who you can see the warts, you know? Like, there's a lot wrong with you, but you still walk around like you look good. That had to originally stem from the Suns, too. Oh, the Suns beat LA thing was constant. In the 80s, that was a... We wanted to burn their buses. Yep. Like, we were like Boston. In the 80s, we hated the Lakers like Boston hated the Lakers. Because when we got good, after the Kevin Johnson and Mark West trade, we went to the you know the Western Conference Finals in 89, 88 or 89. Two years in a row, actually. And the Lakers swept everybody. And you're like, mm. but the beat L.A. chants were huge. It was ridiculous. Hated Los Angeles. Still have. They're just arrogant. It's an arrogant town of arrogant people who pretend like we should all be like them. And frankly, I don't want my town to look like that because it's, uh, it's 9 million now, people. Not so much. A lot of them are campers outside that don't have homes. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness. But Diamondbacks are going on. And I don't know, who do you think they should, like, who would they match up better? I think the Braves. I think they match up better against the Braves. Yeah, I think so, too. But I, I some reason, I think I think it's going to be Philly. Yeah, I do too. I actually think Philly beats the Braves. But I think the Diamondbacks match up better with Atlanta. For some reason, I see Atlanta the same way I see L.A. It's like they're kind of underachieving. But maybe it's the Phillies. The Phillies are playing them. Just, they they should have won it. Out of his head. Look, if it wasn't for the double up a couple of days ago, they sweep them. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Br- Bryce Harper was awesome last night. Just dominating. Because they pissed him off. Mm-hmm. That's great. Baseball playoffs, are, they should just pick five teams in the beginning of the year and just say, here, playoffs. 
Because the World Baseball Classic is fun. Because it's four weeks. Baseball just is you like... get the uh, results. Yeah, you, yeah you, you get an actual, like, the heartfelt gameplay for, like, 15 games. Rather than, you know, all right, April and May are kind of a slog. Then we get into June, it gets a little hot to sit outside. <laughs> it's fun. I love, I love baseball. Yeah, and then the All-Star break happens. You're like, all right, three months to go. You get to this, and it's a blast. So Diamondback fans, wear it with pride. Bandwagon jumpers, wear it with pride. I may be on that bandwagon if they uh, if, if the magic of killing birds earlier in the season by your by your ace pitcher, they got to start doing that every year. Like the way the Cubs used to bring that goat out onto the field, like that has to become a superstition where you actually kill a bird with a baseball every year. Because right now, as it stands, they're two for two in National League Championship Series in seasons in which their ace killed a bird throwing a ball. They're just gonna pick a game to release doves next time. Yeah, and then just Zach Gallen, and then just skeet shoot them with your <laughs> starting pitchers. Have <laughs> your starting pitchers stand out there at third on the third baseline, release some peace doves, and start chucking baseballs at them. And if, it's, and if your ace hits one, you're going to the World Series. It's just happening. I mean, this is like waking up from a coma. What the Diamondbacks are? What? Yeah, I know they're going to the NLCS. Is this what year is it? It's the same year you fell asleep. It's hard to believe. Are these for me? Uh, yeah, some are from for a little oh. bit later. Oh, I see. Last one just came in though. <laughs> Said I've been a Diamondbacks fan since the beginning, and I have quite a selection of Diamondbacks swag. But after last night, I now have more Corey Feldman swag than Diamondbacks swag. I'm telling you, it's a better experience. <laughs> I'm a sports fan through and through, first and foremost. But I will take Feldman swag way over any sports memorabilia at this point. I'll probably display my Corey Feldman box set in my sports bar at home. It's a good place. I'm going to move some of the Steelers championship trophies out of the way. Some of the etched wine bottles that I ordered that have the Steelers uh, championship, their Super Bowl runs. Each I have six of them. They're almost like Lombardi trophies filled with wine. Those will go in a closet somewhere. And It's the, a good head scratcher. Everyone's looking around. What's this? And then it'll give yeah. me a chance to tell the tale and sell some Corey. And I don't know what, how you guys would feel about it, but uh, again, this year's getting a little tough with timing and scheduling and, and uh, venue stuff for our comedy show, the Happy Ending Show in December. What say we bring Corey in? What do you think? That's comedy. Legendary. Could we afford it, though? Is it in our budget? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Caliendo happens to be playing the weekend we want to do it. So you get some... If if I could convince Frank to open for Feldman. Oh, this might have to happen. But then then we just turn into like a Jerry Springer show, which I'm fine. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Feldman. You get Brad Williams out here, do tiptoes. You want the full Monty? Give her the full experience or a mini Feldman? You know, like a 45-minute? No. Yeah, I want him to, yeah, I want to rush him. I want to put a clock on yeah. him. Look, dude, you got to hurry. So many just the, just, just, just the hits. 25 minutes. Just the hits, Corey. 25 minutes. <laughs> put something together for us. We don't have enough money to pay you. But it's $2,500 for the 25 minutes. you got to go. you got to hurry. And then make him have some anxiety. And I can't imagine how many things he'd end up stuck to on the stage. Like his buckles would grab the drummer's 
Oh, for God's sakes, maybe this has to happen. How many costume changes did we count? I mean... Well, there were nine in the first 12, and I saw that on the list. And then there were a few more yellow lines on the playlist. So I think probably... I got six of them. I'm guessing 14, probably 12 or 14, a dozen. Yeah, with the little... With the encore? Tweets encore maybe had two. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he only did one song. It lasted forty minutes. But oh, because on the list oh, was that originally like the list we had didn't yeah. have like two encore songs. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There was supposed to be two encores originally. <laughs> he took the stage at ten. I got home at one o'clock. <laughs> what did he opt for? The first or second song in the I don't encore? Remember? Let me see here. What smash hit? Oh, the smash hit. Well, he didn't do any covers there. Oh, anyway, sorry. Don't get me started on that again. The other thing I wanted to talk about was. The nerve of Jada Pinkett Smith to go on her podcast or whatever to tell the world, oh, you know, Will and I have been separated since 2016. Uh, You watch that man disintegrate his career and didn't ever once say, Will Smith stood up for me despite us being separated. Will Smith, you you could have helped him. By saying you were separated, he's going through a lot. Our marriage is dissolving. We're, we're, we're having, and Chris Rock making fun of me hurt him because he's confused, and I'm causing it. And he asked me out one time. Yeah, and Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. And then she goes and says that, and then says, someday I'll hash it out with Chris. Uh, all this doesn't need to be public. I'm like, you're the bitch making it public. Shut the f*** up. It made me, I, I thought Will Smith was the dumbest man in the world. For hitting Chris Rock. I still think that's the stupidest thing I've seen on TV by anybody. But then she's like, I thought it was a bit. I thought the two of them were doing a sketch. And when I saw Will walking back and I saw his face, I knew it wasn't. And all she had to do now with this information is say, guys, our lives are in turmoil. The rumors are true. And Will Smith's not in a good place. And it's because our marriage is breaking down. And he shouldn't have done that to Chris Rock. But you have to give him some grace on this. He's a mess. She's been separated from this guy. And hanging around him for seven years. She's writing a book about it. She is, she yeah, is the most out. evil succubus on the planet. And poor Will Smith's career is, and he was dumb, but wouldn't you have felt a little differently if, you know, a dude who you, you knew was going through this internally and like life has been, a, like if you're separated from your wife and still publicly pretending to be together for seven years, everybody has trouble. Well, she's and you can one, separate and reunite and separate and reunite over yeah. and over. But these guys have been like pretend, like telling the public, nope, it's it's solid as a rock. He went on the podcast to talk about how she's banging that other guy. And never once did they say, it's okay, we're separated. We, we're, we're not together right now. So uh, having a relationship with someone else is, is fair game. She tries to cover that statement with how they felt that, you know, she's basically coming out and saying – We've been separated for six years, but during during that six or seven year process, we didn't say that because we were just trying to define but how our relationship. How we're trying to figure yes. each other out and where our next but relationship. She had sex with her son's friend and talked about it, and never once said Will's okay. We we he became a cuck. He became a national embarrassment yeah. because she never once came forward and said we're not together. And have you noticed? Uh, I mean, the difference because. She's the one that's coming out with all this. Will's stuff. always has, uh, and it, it, all it does is bring him. Yeah, oh, now I gotta. Yeah, uh, you just you made know, it tougher to, on him again. I have to talk about this, yeah. or I have to come from my you know standpoint without. You talk about more and more ugly. Feldman being delusional. This woman is right on par with it. 
I, just, I read one story, her words, and I thought, bitch, you could have fixed ten things that have happened to this guy where he's been joked about. And think about what made her upset enough that he recognized, my wife's mad. i got to defend her honor. And think of the jokes that have been told about Will Smith. Think of all the memes that yeah. have gone on about her going on saying, yeah, I had sex with my son's friend. Like confirming her what we thought was an affair, but it turned out not to be because they weren't even together. I got to believe it is, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, the core of it is, you know, here's this guy who's the box office champ. Yeah. And there's some en- envy. Some, Of course. I'm trying to get the spotlight, too, but I can- I'm not going to be able to get that. To his caliber. Yeah. She's got books to sell. She's got books that's to exactly sell. That's exactly what it yeah, is. She's trying and, and to be, a podcast. Every yep. time she's all trying to money. get the, you know, the spotlight. But that's just evil because what he's, it is. what he's doing is keeping quiet to protect her from embarrassment. I, 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 my, my well, he's good at that. He's, it is because, the, you know, and who knows? The guy could be could have been nailing people left okay. and right the then, whole time. Then, then don't be separated and don't yeah. start bragging about your kills. Yeah, because you're not going to say, look, he, the rumor was he banged Margot Robbie in that movie. Can you blame him? No. But rumor not was that all. he and Margot Robbie had a thing. Okay. Uh, that's a rumor, not sure, whatever, maybe. It doesn't surprise me at all when that kind of temptation's thrown at you and she's naked. If Margot Robbie's interested in you and you have to work with her, that's a tough walk home. And to hear your wife tell you the trash didn't get taken out and you don't do enough around here, you're like, oh, Margot Robbie doesn't think I don't do enough. I like her. And the, the tour bus on, you know, trailer that he had, work on those films. Have you right. seen that two stories? <laughs> He's got a double-decker house he drives around to do... And, but I, he could be a dick as a person. I don't know him. It certainly but doesn't seem that way Jada from the Pinkett stuff Smith that he does. Thing, going out of her way to at every turn go, oh, by the way, I did this. Like, I could have helped Will, and I didn't. Buy my book. Find out what we talked about. Uh, I've got a beef with Chris Rockford. He asked me out once because he thought Will and I were getting divorced years ago. And I told him I was still married, and Chris apologized. And then, you know, we had a hash out because he told the joke about me at the Oscars. And then she airs it out and says it shouldn't be public. Well, you're doing that. But she's an awful person. You mentioned it um, yesterday, the fact that, you know, I mean, he's got to be looking back on it. And it could have just been a prime example of at that Oscars, things might have been working out. There's a shot. And he stands up like, I'm going to ice this thing. He's in a disaster. I'm offering you here. I'm standing up for you on this to win you over. Right. Backfire. He's Cap- still trying to win that lunatic yeah. over. He's the- Captain Savaho. He's Captain Savaho to his marriage. He's like, you know what? Nobody's going to talk about you that way. He's in the this roller coaster of lunacy. Meanwhile, she's got a red table talk where she spills all of their problems, makes him sit in that room, calls to, him out to talk about yeah. all that's wrong with him, and then tell him, by the way, I. Our son's friend. I know that. And we find out that's all for another chapter in the memoir. <laughs> right. But where was the one thing that said, but Will, we have to let everybody know that we've been separated for seven years. And during that time, we've both done things. Because that was the agreement of the separation. It's like, let's just kind of be on our own. Walk away from this for a little bit. It doesn't have to be public. But if we're going to, if it becomes public, we'll protect each other. You know, it's like it's not that and anybody you betrayed anyone. With you think about the schedule. I mean, he, Crazy. he's doing movies. She's got Gotham, and then you know he's doing movies, <laughs> right. and then she's on TV. Her band maybe has a couple of dates. <laughs> yeah, she's opening for Feldman. <laughs> she's girl Feldman. 
She's delusional as anybody. And then has the nerve to start writing books to tell people how to live their lives. And like she had this podcast oh, about being a strong person. Self-realization yeah, stuff. She's a bananas. But I, yeah, it's almost like everybody should just kind of sit back and apologize to Will Smith. And go, I didn't know that this was going on, man. You still shouldn't have hit Chris Rock. I, I still agree you should have been punished for that. But I think it would have been a little easier on you had we known that you're living in this nightmare. And it's his own fault he's living in the nightmare that he had to, that it snapped him. But now you kind of go, oh, I see. Of course he snapped. His wife, his wife is horrible. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't want to give her half. She's on, like Brady said. She's on Gotham. Like, he's got to give her all that Ali money. And coming off filming the movie at the time, he's going to snap. He's like, I had to play yeah. Richard Williams. <laughs> yeah, he was Dick Dick Williams, and he was uh, Ali. He's he's been a punchy man in a lot of movies, and that's and she had the, like that was her big. I've seen Will work out with professional fighters. If he wanted to drop Chris Rock, he could have. And where's the thing about, you know, Chris Rock didn't know, you know, that he was walking into a beehive. We'd been in a fight earlier that night. And all I'm saying is Chris Rock asked me out. Yeah. And then she became like, you know, the center of attention again. Chris Rock used to ask me out on a date. And I want to take you on a date. I'm to put some hair on that head. <laughs> anyway, I read that yesterday and I'm like, what, what a horrible Horrible way to treat somebody. And they're not divorced. No. And I don't know why, but I, whatever. Whatever you're doing. I've, I've known people who have stayed separated for years, but they let us know. Like, yeah. I was with a friend once. So that's I'm, the statement. They're no longer uh, romantically yeah. involved. He, a friend of mine about six years ago, showed up at a restaurant with another girl. Went to, to eat with me. And I'm like, so... What's going on anyway, here, this is, uh, Angela. And I'm like, nice to meet you, Angela. And I've known this guy since we were like 14. I'm like, okay. How are you, Angela? And she's like, I'll be right back. Go to the bathroom. I'm like, what in the... What in the <laughs> is going on? How are you bringing me into this? And he goes, I've been separated for five years. I'm like, you guys still live in the same house? And he goes, financially, they could, it was during... It was Actually, it was longer than I thought. It was during the uh, housing thing. They couldn't move out. Stuck. They were stuck. And they, they ended up working it out. But for about three and years. And make a little money on it. <laughs> and yeah, they got their <laughs> equity back. But they were stuck. They were living in the same house, separate sides. Ooh. And he's like, we're miserable, but she can't move and I so can't money. move. We don't have any money to sell. If we were to split our assets, it would be debt. And he goes, and we just figured it would be easier to do this together. We're amicable, but we're not together. And I'm like, oh, she's okay with Angela at dinner There's with four me. People at the house sometimes. Not a the hit. She's totally okay. You say that, but mm. boy, you start looking at the finances <laughs> and you're like, you know what? That cheaper to keeper thing. No, worth a lot it. of those dudes are right. Worth it. <laughs> this man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness. Not From the overnight guy. Yeah, worth it. Overnight guys used to that life. Mm -hmm. If your house is big worth enough it. where you could have two and extra couples yes. in there. Oh, absolutely. There is something to be said for Brett going through the overnights for 15 years because you can tolerate just about everything oh, you, you financially. Mean, so if a, if a woman drives you nuts, like, I've been poor before, Ouch. I'm good at this. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. Later, lady. But if in the next year or so you happen to earn like a million and a half dollars and it's in your bank account and then she's like, I want out. I'll call, I'll call Syl. <laughs> He'll take care of her. <laughs> That's probably the better way. <laughs> She'll end up dude, I always forget the other guy from uh, 
Sisley. Long hair, Fabio. Oh, uh, Fla- uh, uh, Fla- uh, what the uh, hell is his name? I always Not figured Flavio. he was coming in to fix a couple of deals. F- Furio? Furio. Furio. Uh, yeah. I was almost going to go Fury style. Fury style. Like- <laughs> yeah. She made Will Smith a public cuck. We do it to Toledo for laughs. It's not even, you know, it's like it's the meanest thing you can do. It's not real, but we laugh about it because you could see Toledo like, all right, I'll have some ice cream vanilla and I'll just watch this. But, yeah, she ruined the guy. She ruined him. Poor guy. But, yeah. I, and she my, don't care. And she has no, like, no there remorse. seems to be no emotion about, like, I really, like, I would have loved to have heard her say, at least when the article and the news stories are going out, I'd love to hear her say, you know what? I kind of screwed this up for him. When he hit Chris on stage, I needed to go public with, look, our lives are kind of in a weird place. I don't know that Will's all that mentally capable of being made fun of right now. And, you know, he, he was protecting me. I don't know where his boundaries are. He's, we're kind of messy. Not just the rumors that have been flowing. Like, she probably loved that because it kept her in the headlines. Like She's got no reason for people to talk about her outside of, oh, she f- her son's friend and... She's the Zach uh, Wilson of she's of trying. Women. She's just pushing and pushing to try to get that half. Yeah, yeah, and she probably gets because like, he's rights like, to well, let's try to work this thing out yeah. right now at this particular time. Will's trying to save his stuff. I think so. But yeah, that was a rough one to read. Poor Will Smith, I said, and I didn't think I'd ever say that again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm reading the thing this guy wrote about. All right, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of bad words and somebody defending Will Smith there, but I'm not sure defending all people like Will Smith with that kind of language. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So, yeah, I was, I was just like, man, can we be done with her? But I don't know if we can. Well, she's doing what she can to stay into the headlines. Yeah, and poor Will, Smith, going on. poor Will Smith is banned forever from the Oscars well, for a decade. He's not even allowed to go to the Oscars. And he's the, she is. But there's no reason for her to go to the Oscars because no. she's not even in movies. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, what are you going to do? It's a strange world we live in. And then we have to say thanks to Adam Ray yesterday. That was unexpected. Adam popped in town, wanted to give the tickets away, and then just was having a good time. And off the air, he's like, can I stay? I'm, like, I'm not staying. You can stay if you want. He goes, would Larry care if I stuck around? I don't know. Ask Larry. And he said, Larry, do you mind if I do your show? But I'll keep this going for a while. Larry's like, sure. It's a Jew thing. There's a bond. There's a bond. Yeah, the Jew connection. <laughs> it's what Kermit sang about. <laughs> Someday we'll find it. The Hebrew connection. <laughs> but yeah, they were, and Adam was amazing, and I'm going to get a winner for you. So he got us our winner, Melissa, the girl, and it turned out after all the interview process and anything else, uh, like Jerry Maguire, she had us at, I will suck and <laughs> f- all of you. <laughs> and then... I got a text later in the day. You guys don't know about this. I think you got a great winner. I think it's going to be great, Johnny. I'm like, I think so too, Adam. Thanks. Hey, man, I want to thank you guys for being part of this. This is really fun. I really enjoy that. Well, thanks for doing it. Honestly, I can't wait. And Melissa seems like a great winner. She does. I haven't told Adam this yet either. Melissa texted yesterday and said, I'm uh, going to have to make some accommodations. My plus one has one leg. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, we're bringing Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> I don't know if you can get. We'll, 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 we'll load him up on the plane somehow. But he's like, I guess he's in the chair or whatever. And uh, so, uh, yeah, he's 
And I said, so if, you know, we got, we got one one half a space left on the plane if you guys want to drag half a person up there and finish up. We're, we're like Def Leppard. We're an odd number of limbs flying around the country. But, yeah, the whole thing. And then I get a text from Ben that just says, my life. Can we call the comedy club in Vegas and find out if they can get him a spot for his chair? I'm like, I'm not babysitting this dude. He's been living with one leg his whole life. He'll figure it out. Why do I have to do it? But now this is just a Fellini movie in the air. We got one-legged guys. We got uh, irrigation specialists. I got no idea what's going on up in that plane, but it is exactly what I wanted. Set jet. 15 people, 29 legs. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. Yep, we we got ourselves a crew. And then I did I actually did tell Adam about it yesterday. I'm like, so Melissa's plus one has one leg, and we got to start, you know, making some adjustments. And he started laughing, and he's like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, anyway, probably a pretty fun group. I'm like, yeah, so long as we don't have to carry anybody around. Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, I said, great pick, douche. <laughs> and then we got to make sure that this guy's okay. I, I'll feel terrible if one-legged guy doesn't fit on the plane or i don't know how they have to be uh, yeah we'll get them in is there a ramp on it we've been on the private plane it's just a really steep staircase nothing that a couple of bungees can't figure out (laughs) that's what i'm saying we have to pick him up can he hop i just think it maybe you know he's got a prosthetic and he could walk but they're saying there's a chair yeah so it must have been a doozy it was a motorcycle wreck according to the oh i can't wait look it's going to be fun. I just don't want the dude to have a bad time because we have to throw him in places. I'm pretty sure SetJet's got it. I hope it's like a hydro, like one of those lifts, like they take people out of pools with it. <laughs> like they and they lower someone. You ever seen a handicapped person do th- hydrotherapy? And that giant I've machine. I've seen the platforms, you know, in the cars, those vans. Oh, those are great. That self-contained thing. But that's in the van. I didn't see that on the plane where we can load him. We'll put him through luggage. Yeah. Well, they, there isn't a luggage thing. Like it's like a thing, yeah, but it's like they? the bus. They're not going to fit a man in there. We'll just get we'll McGill and some of the promo gimps out there to we'll lift get him in there. We'll be fine. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll get those uh, things you lift appliances with that strap around your shoulders and like a real easy lift. I don't know how to get them up there because I'm thinking of that private jet. They have to have. It's like part of the American Disabilities Act, right? Like you have yeah, to have the ability. Be a way. But I can't imagine what squeezing if it them in there. Our plane. To like a cargo plane. No, oh, what if we end up on like a, a C-130? Mother yeah. What if we end up on just a regular plane because they got to have the the cripple compatible? I think that's the proper way to put it. Yes, The cripple it compatible jet. <laughs> you know what we should do? It's we just, want the cripple compatible, not the crypt jet. We should, we should have a, uh, a 30,000 foot rope that we just tie to the plane and then him and then fly over the road the whole way. <laughs> just drag him up there. Oh, yeah. Guy in a wheelchair. You're with people with no hearts. This is going to be awesome. President John's awake. He Blame already your said, friend. You picked a one-legged guy over a black guy, racist. That's true, John. It wasn't me. It was Adam. I don't know how we're getting him on the plane. I'm not worried about it. I'm not either. I can get on there. Goddamn right. <laughs> it's not a problem, bro. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be the saddest thing in the world, though, to look out your little private jet window and see the guy in the wheelchair just sitting on the tarmac because we couldn't get him in? We're all waving. 
<laughs> so we pull away. But wouldn't it be sadder if we were on like Spirit Airlines all the way up oh, there? Oh, there's oh, a lot there of reasons go. that's sad. But yeah. everybody on there is missing something. A tooth, a limb, <laughs> uh, most of their IQ. <laughs> and also $9 right out of their pocket. <laughs> so, yeah, so I get that one. And Ben's like, great. Now then you get a wheelchair access, like a handicap accessible room at Resorts World. Like this dude's changing the game on a Wednesday. We're leaving tomorrow. <laughs> By the way, your friend needs a bigger bathtub. Oh, God damn it. And a big stick with a sponge on the end of it for wipes. <clears throat> oh, you're going to catch it. You're going to catch an ear beating, Lieutenant Dan. I hope he's got a good sense of humor. He should, because the girl that won him the Out ticket. Out of my way, Kobe! <laughs> exactly. Brady's going to have two diets. I better hear that. Jack and diets. <laughs> Move, Kovacs! You're hogging up the private plane! Now you got a wheelchair just spinning around in the middle of our couches. and You got the wheelchair. You sit in the wheelchair, and we strap you down to the wheel. You're not that using goes that under. couch. Here's that the goes thing. Under. He doesn't get the, uh, I'm broken, I need the couch thing. Everybody gets a turn on the private couch. We only have an hour flight. We got one each way. One-legged guy, you get the couch for five minutes just like the rest of us. I'm going to lay down on the couch. I've never, I've never flown on a plane with a couch. I'm laying on that couch. He can have my size. What are you talking about? I'm not picking him up to move him again. I'm not. But, well, then he's last. And then he's got to roll himself back up. He does that at home when nobody's home. He has to roll back into the chair. I've seen it. It's, those guys always have huge triceps for doing dips to get back into the yeah, chair. Yeah, he could probably just... Parkour is way down there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like this at all. Uh, somebody said the plane hey, should have hey, a lift you... that they use to load drinks and food carts. So they'll probably use God that. damn it, I want to see that. I want to see us treat him like, you know, Operation Dumbo Drop. We just got him loading in the plane. The, the beeping and the slow, <laughs> the crane. And they got to go get it. This flight's leaving at 4 o'clock. It's wheels up at 3, but we got to load in Lieutenant Dan now. Well, that... Um... Better our area at the shine down, or That's a good get point. us in the. Do we all sphere? get better tickets? No, <laughs> just he does. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just. Yeah, him. <laughs> this is my whole family though. Did you call Tom from set yet? And uh, I'll check talk this out, to yeah? Tom. Like, is it, do you guys have a high, like a lift, like a hydraulic thing, or like a forklift, or a catapult? Something we can shoot him in there. I don't think you can do the stairs. <laughs> and again, we shouldn't even know about it. Like, if we're looking for equality, don't go calling the second you win something going, all right, start moving stuff around. I got one leg. I'm not saying he did, but you adapt, not us. We'll get you the machines. Yeah, I'll bet Ben was losing his no, mind. He, we yesterday. were laughing pretty good. I'm like, this is fantastic. We're, we're, we're like a, we are, we're like a deaf leopard cover band, <laughs> but we got the wrong limb chopped off. <laughs> Anyway, I can't wait to meet him. I bet you he's a blast. But I ain't pushing him around or helping out. You got somebody for that. Even better. He'll be more mobile than us. We get him a cabana, and we have a little cabana party on Saturday like we're planning, maybe. That dude, you know, got to go pour him into the pool. and <laughs> Hopping over to the pool is dangerous. It's a wet surface. I'm all over that. They might have one of those swings in there. Oh, yeah, one of those, yeah, the, yeah. like the pool the harness. zipper droppers. I love those. I think that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. That big arm. I don't know how much that's got to cost for just, like, one person. I've been to, like, pools that, like, that have resorts them. and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, what's that? It's like, oh, if we ever have a handicapped guest. 
I'm like, who does it? I'm like, oh, we have people that load them up into the thing, and then the arm goes, <laughs> slowly dips them in the water, <laughs> kind of like balls in the toilet. And then I'm like, does it let them loose? That's yeah. what I was wondering. The yeah. first time I looked at it, I thought, oh, so it goes out like on a leash, and then yeah. you hit a retraction. <laughs> <laughs> and you suck them back in like a bass. <laughs> I'm cripple fishing. I got one. Anyway, so that's what we got to deal with. Of course, that's what we've got to deal with. You know, it's like the bad news bears are heading off to Vegas together. It's going to be weird. We'll see how it goes. Uh, not what you expected when your uh, friend Melissa said her boyfriend was a tripod. No, it wasn't. That was not at all. And I do like that she opened the letter by saying, I'll suck and f- each and every one of you if you pick me for this. And then Adam just put that email aside and uh, ended up getting hold of her. But it's, it, uh, you know, about uh, Brad Williams and it was, you know, kind of saying, you know, he was weighing out the... Uh, I didn't get to hear it. I was doing, I had a meeting and stuff. I honestly didn't get to hear any of Adam's stuff. Yeah. I know what he was doing. I'm, I'm so worried he was going to just find the freakiest freak. He in the was world. like, uh, 15 years ago, this is a done deal. Yeah. He's like, but <laughs> right, now right. that we're now both married. And- yeah. Oh, 15 years ago, <laughs> yeah. the girl that says, I will suck and f- everybody. All right. Uh, plane leaves at three. Here's your ticket. We need your ID. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's already done. <laughs> A picture outside of a plane window and a guy in a wheelchair on the tarmac just staring at us. Already done it. Dave Eggleston, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Excellent work. He's so fast. Uh, oddly enough, Melissa, who's... Dave Eggleston. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy with one leg. Not as fast. You never know. Fast for his situation. Um, Somebody said, make him compete in an ass-kicking concert. Well, his girlfriend is a kickboxer. Yeah. The irony. It's true. You want to do it with me? I'm just kidding. See ya. I got some work to do. I wish I could kickbox. This guy, Jason, actually brings up a good point. Don't forget, we have a paramedic on, but one of our guys is a paramedic. Oh, that's right. Well, well, I don't think he's going to cut his other leg off. He's working. He's going to be really careful. No, he's hauling him around. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Yeah. He knows how to handle. Right. All right. Get to work. Bring another paramedic, I thought, buddy. I thought we were worried he'd lose his one good leg. I'm like, if the dude's still cavalier about that leg, he should lose them both. I don't care what happens to this one. I've lost one before. Like, you need that one, though. <laughs> I think if I uh, if a doctor said we got to amputate your leg, I'd be like, get them both off. Then I want to be even. I don't want to. I don't. I want to be. I want to be. I don't want to have one longer than the other. I want to be even. Wherever you cut that one off, cut the other one off. My friend's brother got his leg. Amputated. I don't know. I've seen you know a couple one legs with a prosthetic. You're always just... positive, though. You're always a guy who knows a guy know. who's happy about it. But deep down, he would rather have it just be equal up. I don't want one just dangling. I want I want symmetry. Like Pistorius had. Yeah. Like, yeah, the Blade Runner. Yeah, the OJ of South Africa. <laughs> He's like their biggest hero ever, and he, with no legs, managed to kill his girlfriend. You know. Still didn't was, quell his temper. Thought it was an intruder. He didn't think to check, where's the girl? He just started shooting through a door. He didn't have his blades. If he was wearing his blades, he could have run away, but he didn't have them on, so he had to kind of over to the bathroom and take care of business. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness.
Yeah, Lieutenant Dan, this is it. But tomorrow we leave. And Melissa's Melissa the kickboxer and her one legged boyfriend. You heard me. Uh, <laughs> how'd you lose your leg? Um, Melissa, she kicked it off. <laughs> That's why you're the yeah. guest. Oh, all right. I don't know if they're in love or not, but it's going to be hard for uh, people who are interested in Melissa's uh, offer of sucking and f- all of us to look over and see that one-legged guy <laughs> with a tear running down his cheek going, I can never do this. I can't do doggy style like that. I tip over. <laughs> You just put a couple books under him. <laughs> Get a phone book, out. a Bible, and like you know, like the the room service menu. All right, that should do it. I, I can bang her from behind now. Or do what you do at the restaurants. Just get those beverage coasters and slide them underneath. Yeah, there. just you have some. Su- well, yeah, you have like little uh, sweet and lows under his leg. <laughs> He's not going. He's crying right now. We're sorry, Lieutenant Dan, but come on, you're gonna have fun. Yeah. Promise. Will you? Uh, Will you f- Melissa from behind so I can see it? She really likes it that way, and I have. I'm like the lamp from Christmas Story. Uh, <laughs> I'm electric uh, sex glowing in the window. If this dude doesn't show up on the plane dressed as the lamp from a Christmas Story, or if he's not done that for. That has to be You'll your get Halloween. that on the 27th or uh, Okay, maybe he'll show up to one of our, yeah. our Night of the Singing Dead as the lamp from a Christmas Story. If you haven't thought of that yet, you're dull. That is your Christmas. You are the lamp from a Christmas story every year, and you'll get laughs every year. You're probably like, you know, well, it was a starfish without two. Okay, stop it. Yeah, I feel sorry for that. You don't think about that. Your, you know, your spouse or your girlfriend on all fours on the bed, and you've got one leg. Your core strength has to be super strong to balance on that knee and still thrust. Yeah, whoa, that's whoa, whoa, whoa. Be like doing it on an, it's like ice capades. Can't do that, but she'll suck and everybody here the way I can't. <laughs> and then just right in the middle of it, you're having a good time with Melissa, and you just hear <laughs> in the corner, get her, man. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you're so stable you're so stable on both feet you're so grounded get some get some you have an awesome foundation brother an awesome foundation get some get some hit it hit it hard I can't do that put your one leg on my back and then your nub I can't do that Oh, I can't I'll tip over <laughs> Oh, man. What a crew we've got going. This ought to be a treat. But we'll all be sitting in our seats in the private jet with our arms folded going, all right, load them up. (laughs) Beep, beep, beep. The strap breaks and he's just dangling there. Can't we just carry him on? I'm not doing that. But what are you going to do? Here we go. We're about 27 hours away from this debacle. Up, Koufax. <laughs> On the way, Koufax. I got gambling and drinking to do. I'm Vegas Brady. Where are the hooers? I want to show Koufax how I f- on two legs. Koufax, you want to get one with? We'll get you a prostitute with one right leg and your one left leg, and you can become scissors. <laughs> f- you, Koufax. 
How about a couple of glizzies at Nathan's? <laughs> Your nub makes me hungry for hot dogs. It's like a huge sausage. So, is that uh, sucking offer still a thing? Because I'm getting in on that. Heard about the leg. Hot dogging. Hey, Kofax, check it out. While I'm banging your chick from behind, I'm also tap dancing because I can. <laughs> you man. <laughs> What's up, pogo stick? Watch this. <laughs> Brady becomes a Vegas dick. You know what your name's going to be in Vegas? Because your first name's really David. You're Vegas Dave. Oh, man. You're the new Vegas Dave. I better get some bling. <laughs> Kickboxer. The irony. <laughs> you brought an opponent, I see. You're going to kick his ass. I just want that. And then the worst thing is like, jeez, who's been in Melissa? You've been banging her with that nub? It's like swimming around in a hallway. <laughs> They're I good. think you've been thigh nubbing her. <laughs> anyway, I'll I'll still f it. There goes Vegas Dave and Johnny Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and Tigger, he's bouncing around behind us. <laughs> Tigger's bounced. <laughs> Bounce your ass on the plane, Dan. Come on, Kofax, let's get this done. <laughs> I'm gonna love this trip. It's going to be something. I'm going to love it. Anyway, I don't know. This guy says, I bet that sex swing they have was born out of necessity. <laughs> yeah, it's not for fun. <laughs> I want to watch you take a sh I got to see how that operation works. <laughs> it's got to be like a slow squat onto the potty. <laughs> Better be careful the floor's wet. You're going over. You load him up in the tub yet, Melissa? Yeah, he's crying again. Yeah, <laughs> Just a dark room, a cherry of a cigarette lighting. Get some. Why, Brady, you're a dick. <laughs> Vegas Dave. Deutschow. Deutschow gets up. <laughs> Too buku. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm fantasizing about bringing Vegas Dave. My mind is a cartoon, and it's not going well right now. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song Time, brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Don't forget, their big sidewalk sale is going on on the 21st of this month. All kinds of deals on boards, bikes, and all the gear you're going to need. And uh, if you're not going with us to Vegas this weekend, you might as well get that bike tuned up and hit the trails. Uh, <laughs> mention KUPD and save yourself 10 bucks. Go to ActionRideShop.com. I just got word from Ben in a, prom a promotions department. Uh, and I have to announce it now so we get it right. Uh, Resorts World does not have accommodations for Melissa and the one-legged guy. He's going to stay at the Flamingo. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> that was for Brady. <laughs> he flies on not a set jet. That's Scott Haynes dropping bombs. <laughs> Melissa's plus one is a minus one. <laughs> <laughs> Haynes is on fire today. All right, on the list, uh, Godsmack, Volbeat, seal the deal for the D-backs, Ghost, Dragon Force, Corn, 
Bad Omens, Gravity Kills, Nine Inch Nails. Cindy Lauper, Goonies are good enough for uh, yeah. for last night. Feldman, Comeback King. No. Uh, but we got Shine Down in town yes. tonight. And so, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so I, I, we got Diamond Eyes on Great her. song. Great song. I picked your winner, Johnny. Oh, yeah? Who is it, Adam? He's right here. Dude, I just want to show you guys some stuff. Now, who wants to f*** my wife? <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Get some. Get some. <laughs> that guy in the chair is crying. He likes to watch, especially the from behind stuff, because he's incapable. My knee's giving out. <laughs> he's got to tag in. Oh, dude, my knee's getting a little weak. You're in. I get back to my chair. Doing, doing, doing. Was he Cubert? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cubert's getting tired. I got to uh, tap in. Tap in, Cubert. <laughs> oh, man, he's getting mad. He's cussing. <laughs> Out of the way, Cubert. <laughs> That's right, Cubert. Move so a real man can f- girl. We got to get Brady drunk. Oh, we got to get Brady drunk. Oh. And I think Ronnie would be all right with you climbing on Melissa for the team, right? Oh, yeah. She didn't need yeah. to know. <laughs> That's right. Stays vague, hey, Melissa. Bro. I gotta call my wife and leave the phone off the hook. She likes to listen when I, you know, f- abroad in front of her crippled husband. <laughs> we don't like to be called crippled. Nah, what are you gonna do about it? Kick me? <laughs> you, Kovacs. <laughs> I wanna stay with them and just like hide in the closet, see how it works. Toledo knows how it works. Help, teach me to cuck. Uh, you put in the death tones. Yeah, all I heard was diamond eyes. So yeah, you did it wrong. I got it. Over you want me to get it? I got it. Okay. Yeah, we'll do a different one. Uh, but again, awesome. And Melissa and Lieutenant Dan, we're just kidding. We we really like you. I just I, I don't know how it's going to work. And hopefully it's going to be more fun than it would have been otherwise. And hopefully they do have one of those electric lifts at the pool and we can <laughs> watch how that works, too. Mm-hmm. This is what it's going to sound like. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, let's get him on the plane. There you go. All right, have a seat. Have a seat. Over there. Oh, no. You missed it. You missed it. Get what are you doing? Couch. You're bouncing all over the place. Ah, oh, come on. Get him off the goddamn plane. <laughs> I hope he's kind of orange and round. Like Brady. <laughs> if Brady had one leg, we'd call him Cubert. He'd look just like him. Put a little horn on his head. A little snoot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my imagination runs wild with politically incorrect things to do with a one-legged man. He'd probably beat the tar out of me. <laughs> just stand there on his one leg and just ice me with, I heard what you said, you son of a bitch. Beating my ass. You know how strong my arms are? I, I'm going to hang out with him the whole time. Uh, Ryan says, Toledo must be thrilled. He's no longer the only half a man going on the trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm just sorry. All right, you got it? Who's got it? I got it. All right, Toledo's got it. Shinedown tonight, right here in our beautiful city. And then tomorrow for our winners, we get to see him again over at the MGM. They're at the garden, right? The MGM garden? Yeah. Grand garden. Yeah, it's a great spot. Know. I've seen a lot of boxing yeah. there. It's a cool little venue. It's, it's, I saw UFC there. It's cool. It's a, yeah. it's a neat spot. So we'll hit that. Have a little party in my room before, a little pregame. Yeah. He's got a hollow leg, I hear, so the guy can drink. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a hollow leg, because he does. 
<laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> me, Melissa. <laughs> hey, I think I can outrun him. Let's see if we go down the hall and start sucking and if he can catch us before I get out of here. Did you finish that tall boy at Coors Light last night? No. Hey, Lieutenant Dan, <laughs> you ever bend her over in the middle of the hall and try to push her down the hallway? It's got to be hilarious, Cubert. <laughs> 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 Let me at her. <laughs> Whore Vegas Brady is real. God, I'm worn out. You got any Viagra? Ah, screw it. I'll use my thumb. Get over here, Melissa. Sit on it like a tap. Oh, Steely Dan, the song Peg, running in the background over and over. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Yes. <laughs> He'll come back to you. Oh, it's a favorite for And now I got that stuck in my head. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna look at him and think that the whole time and then occasionally just be like Why do you keep doing that? I don't know what's in my head. I'm sorry, Brady did. Like a McDonald's singing. Come on. Seven part harmony somehow on that. It's amazing. <laughs> Damn it, Brad. <laughs> All right, let's get him on the plane. <laughs> Music. Your name and lots above it. <laughs> Why are you guys doing this? Just get on the plane. This is your big debut. Come on, hurry up. He's got his own it music. It looks good on you. you. Arr. This is an eight-minute song. Are you ready, kids? <laughs> I know you're gonna love it. This is such a great song. If you've ever watched a documentary about music that's better than Asia, I don't know what it is. These two geniuses... And Michael McDonald saying, I don't know how they heard what they wanted me to do, but yeah. I was doing harmonies on half harmonies on other half harmonies. It was a note, a sharp, and a flat, and another note that don't belong together, and I had to do seven of them. Half you told steps. me about that documentary about two months ago. I never knew about it the whole time. I don't know. It's, it's, that's all one guy. Get on the plane. Welcome back to you. You guys so much. Yeah, you're gonna hate us more when we're f- your wife. <laughs> Kick his leg out from under him. <laughs> I put some stoppers on his wheels. <laughs> Brady's a dick. Peg is such a good song. I gotta listen to this all day. It's a sonically perfect album. All right, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, all right, let's do it. We're doing Shinedown. I hope Shinedown does peg. Hey, I hear there's some folks here from Phoenix. <laughs> got a special request. Got a special song for you. Hit it. All right. <laughs> Shinedown doing peg would be amazing. Uh, we're all dicks. We kind of apologize, but we don't mean it. Uh, let's do it. It's Shinedown. Concert Psyching Rock for tonight and for us tomorrow. We're, I'm, and trust me, I'm on three hours sleep. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna it. be weird today. I just I Feldmaned up for four hours last night and then slept for three. It's an odd night or day. It's daytime, right? Yeah, that's what I the got sun to sleep is. in. I got four. Yeah, Brady got an extra hour. He's running on fumes though, which we knew was gonna happen. He wasn't oh, making it till midnight. He, he's he's the only non-drinker I know that has mastered the Irish goodbye. <laughs> I, I watched him, going to get some watched merch him and waddling stuff, around, merch and stuff. pretending to be part of it, like, <laughs> mm, my big exit. 
I'm going to go get some merch. You're he's, not buying anything. I saw you with sloth and to a man. That's it. Well, here he goes. He's out. He's, he's out. not coming back up here. He's out. It's out of control now. 98. K-U-P-D.